0: This is the Think Courageously Podcast. I'm your host, Deb cummins Stellato, and I'm here to challenge successful women like you to find the courage to make pivots so that you can ignite your life and expand your limited thinking about change. I'm a certified life and leadership coach, and I'm excited to share my stories and insights into igniting energy from within. When I was a kid, I had a poster on my wall with a quote from Helen Keller, life is either a daring adventure or nothing at all. Are you ready for a daring adventure? Are you looking for the best version of yourself? If so, you're in the right place. Let's embrace the adventure of sparking potential together. Well, hello, and welcome to the Think Courageously Podcast. I'm your host, Deb cummins Delato, and I am so excited to welcome back our very own Katarina Sturzel to the Think Courageously Podcast. This is another installment in our end of an era conversation with members of the Think Courageously community. Yes, it's hard to believe, but this podcast is coming to an end in the next few weeks, and so to have guests like Kat come back and share their journeys uh, since initially being on the show is really magical. Since our last recording, Kat has been on a major journey towards becoming the best version of herself. She has completed her IPEC coach certification, and she's also an Amazon best-selling author contributing a chapter in the collaborative book, Step Into Your Brave. Brought to you by the same people that published Elevate Your Voice. And I'm so proud of Kat for the chapter that she's written. Our conversation today focuses on pivoting towards alignment, or what we call the catvolution. In today's conversation, we talk about what it's like when you challenge yourself, you've challenged the box you put yourself in. Um, the feeling that comes over you when you lose the weight of expectations and show up in a place of choice. Kat shares the power of being brave enough to take responsibility for what we move towards and how our thoughts create our reality. We also talk about the power of coaching, women supporting other women, the importance of daily mindset work, breaking cultural and family expectations, the continuum of courage, creating the space for growth and change. Kat is a certified professional coach and also has her SHRM certification. As a coach, Kat empowers young professionals and leaders of various experience levels to leave their boxes, limiting beliefs, and comfort behind. We are so excited to welcome Kat Sturzel to our show today. Well, hello and welcome to the Think Courageously podcast. I'm your host, Deb cummins Oh my gosh, it's Saturday morning and I am in a place with literally one of my most favorite people in the entire universe. Um, And I am so excited to have Kat Sturzel in the room today with us. And what I'm calling the end of an era show stories from the think good community. So Kat, uh, you no, know, I, I'm going to just, you said, let, go ahead, share with uh, everybody how I see you. So Kat is her who, let's talk about her who, and then I'll let her go back to that. And then I want to talk about how I see her, how I see her. So, you know, what she does in the world is she is an amazing, empowering human that supports individuals on their journey to growth. And she's done that um, in her current position in HR. And she ha- has made some pretty huge pivots that we're going to talk about. and am going to let her spill the spill the tea on any of that that she wants to, but she professionally has, she is a SHRM certified HR professional. She's also an IPEC certified coach. Um, and so that's, you know, those are just a few of the things in her toolbox, but to me, she is somebody that I met, um, in the craziest way, right. Which is usually how this happens. Mm -hmm. Uh, She was looking for somebody to facilitate a retreat uh, at the Glassburn Inn. And I ended up on her radar and we had a preliminary call and we were like, yeah, I love you. I love you, you're amazing. (laughs) And then I did that workshop and then Kat, I'm gonna let you take it from here because I, for me, our relationship is so many things. We're colleagues. I play a role of mentor coach and hopefully your biggest cheerleader and i see you as a member of our family um i see you as somebody who has supported me um in all of the ways and um it's it's a very special friendship and i'm so glad you're here so cat why are why are you in this chair today what's going on <laughs> girlfriend? Let's oh talk about cat um, evolution, my new word, cat's gonna talk about her personal get it cat evolution cat evolution
1: cat evolution. I love that, oh my God, it sounds powerful that's and and joyful, like amazing cool um, so first of all, thank you so much for this very, very warm and um cheerleading introduction. I really appreciate you, you know this um and yes, I agree, we met in the craziest way, and um, yeah, so. I want to say when we met, yes, I was on the hunt for like a facilitator for um, uh, our leadership team because I was like, okay, I feel like I used all the tools in my toolbox and I just need like some fresh wind coming into our group. But I mean, very quickly, right? It turned out that I actually felt so drawn to you as a one-on-one coach. And because when I met you, I really felt um, like boxed in like in a like I like to let me look I have like this little poster here that fits well right like it's as if my life happened in this little like green box
0: oh, based man. on
1: like beliefs that I grew up in based on stories I started telling myself right everybody I think by now knows that I'm from Germany originally a culture that's very right wrong black white good bad thinking oriented and I felt this notch that if I wanted to create alignment and happiness in my life, I needed to like break out of this box. And when you and I started talking and you shared with me what coaching is and how you could support me on this journey, I just had to say yes. Like we talk a lot about here about like following our gut, right? Our intuition. And um, that certainly like led me to just saying hell yes to this. Um, Now I will say, was it scary a little bit? I mean, a little bit because... I like you and I, yes, we hit it off right away, but we didn't really know each other well at that point, right, and the relationship you're entering with your coach is something very deep, very um personal, and so um, I just want to share this because I think when you're thinking about you know working with a coach or uh, starting this journey of self development, we oftentimes like seek like advice from our friends because they feel comfortable and they feel um we, we, we feel like we trust them. But, you know, I've made the experience that in, when you start to, like, challenge your own beliefs, challenge your box, it's so helpful if you have a, a companion by your side that mirrors back what you're actually saying, what you're feeling. And from that, you can really pivot towards your alignment. And you ask the question why I'm in this chair today. Most of you know, I've been on the show, like, I think a little over a year ago, one and a half years ago or so. That was in a place where I think I just had decided to get um, the coach certification to start that program. And when you asked me that, like, do you want to come to the show? (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. I mean, yeah, there was this excitement. Like, I felt ready to share my story with the world because I felt it had something, some goodness in there, some nuggets that other people could benefit from. But I was definitely more worried still what other people would think about me and whether I'd sound good or whether it's really helpful. And now it's just like, I know that I'm sitting here today because whatever our conversation is going to be about, wherever it's leading, somebody out there is gonna find the hope and the support that they needed just in that moment. Um, Yeah, that's, that's why I said yes to the Catvolution show. <laughs> the Catvolution.
0: Um, yeah, that's it. You can have that word. I love it.
1: It's it's
0: really kind of a cool word. So yeah. let's talk a little bit um about this journey. And mm-hmm. I didn't mention and I want to mention, I don't have it in front of me, but you can wave it. It's on my cool. coffee table, that's why. You are also a recently published Amazon best selling author. Yes. Oh! in step into your brave. Um, and you have told and shared a really powerful story with us Mm -hmm. through that book. And, you know, both of us having been part of this, um, experience of writing a chapter as part of this anthology series Mm -hmm. that Lynette and April are doing. Um, I really want to talk about that journey for you to say yes to writing that. And also like what is the message that you wanted to share? Oh, and if you haven't bought the book, you can order it on Amazon. <laughs> um, uh, percentage of the proceeds go to Kiva, which is an incredible organization that does micro lending uh, for women. So tell us why you said yes and mm-hmm. um, how you got to
1: defining this story. Okay, so... Well, first of all, I mentioned I've been on your podcast, like I think in March last year or a little bit earlier. And after I shared parts of my story, I felt so relieved. I felt freed. I felt like this bandaid got ripped off of my lips that I could actually talk about my perspectives, right? I wasn't worried at that point anymore that my perspectives wouldn't matter or it would be more important what other people would think. After that, I joined like April Story Lab, like it's a program where you, like in a beginner's program, I want to say, where you learn to sh- share your story. And then, then I joined IPAC. and everybody knows who's, who's becoming a coach. Becoming a coach is Ooh. so intense and it's, you get coached like for nine months hardcore. So, because we can't help other people. Or be a good coach if we don't coach ourselves right or if we don't have a coach I mean one of the reasons why I'm still hanging around you right is because I need (laughs) still this this person that calls me out um which by the way I share this in the book how Deb's calling me out on being judgy I was like what I'm judgy like surprise I'm from Germany no but (laughs) um let me let me let me get back here on track but after that, like going for IPEC, I had witnessed you writing the book. And I will say, even when the first book like was, you know, getting together, I was like, Ooh, I really like this. And I know my mom always said, oops, my mom always said, you know, you have like so many books inside of you. And I'm like, yeah, but what? And so I decided not to join the first book. But then once IPEC was completed, I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta join the second book. And then it was called Step Into Your Brave. And you asked me what the story or the message of my story is. And I want to say it's really this being brave enough to take responsibility for how you feel about everything you experience in life. Through the coaching process, I've learned so much about how my own thoughts really create my reality, like how we as human beings give everything we experience meaning, um, that triggers our feelings about it that ultimately right determines the behavior that we show it creates the results we get the outcomes and it really encouraged me to like look at okay am i happy right now where i'm at and i learned that if i'm not happy it's not about seeking validations from others right it's not about like oh it's not so bad it's gonna be okay well why aren't you happy it's more like turning inward and exploring what's causing the unhappiness the restlessness and it challenged me to um, switch and take different perspectives and that taught me that we always have choice you know when we when we get aware about how we're feeling in certain moments we can accept that that this is just how it is right now, mm. but we know that we after after that awareness acceptance process, there is choice in it, and that for me led and everyday leads to like this personal inner, deep freedom and peace um, and you know it's funny you ask me what's the core message of your story, and a couple of my close friends were like well your story has like so much in it and it's like all over the place and it's funny because a couple years ago I would have been like so insecure I would have been like oh my god do you think it's not good like do you think I should like structure it more but and here comes the acceptance piece I'm just not a very traditionally structured person I'm an opportunist I'm a visionary I'm an activator my strong suit is brainstorming, coming up with ideas, finding solutions to the craziest problems. If you want like a super traditionally structured book or story, you don't go to my chapter, you go to someone else's, and that's okay. you know. Um, we all have our superpowers, and i I my greatest vision is that every individual out there, Learns to take responsibility for their thoughts, feelings, and actions. Through that, creates peace and happiness with themselves. Because call me crazy or not, I really don't care. I think if everybody's fine with who they are, we don't need the elbow society, and we don't need to be envious of someone else. We can just use that as an inspiration. Like if I'm like jealous of something you have, I could use that as a inspiration. Like oh. That has a really nice chair. I wonder how she got that. What do I have to do to get it? And I know it's like <laughs> your special chair. <laughs> I don't want the neck thing with it, but the chair is nice, no. Um, <laughs> so yeah, really. I mean, I, I'm, I'm joking about it, but I'm, I'm pretty serious about it actually. Like take responsibility, create the life you want to live and be happy with... Who, Who you are, where you are, and what you got. And side note, this is not about just roses and butterflies. A lot of people mistaken my optimism that I'm just positive, I'm just happy. It's a skill. And I'm also not saying, I'm not encouraging people to apply this toxic positivity that if, excuse my language, shit happens, I'm not saying, "Ah, don't worry about it, let's go. No. No. Let's explore and let's grieve maybe, right? Like it's important that as human beings, we grieve about difficult and hard things that happen in life. Because again, if we don't take responsibility for that wound and close that, I'm sure you heard the saying, right? Hurting people hurt people. Mm -hmm. If I don't close that wound, I'm going to leash out on you because at some point it's going to trigger me. Um, I'm going to stop right here because I know otherwise I'm going to keep going and going. And I know you as this wonderful coach is probably going to hear things that you want to um, pull out a little bit.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Girlfriend. We're going now. We're going. going. So I think one of the things that you said about this, that's so interesting to me. And I want to talk about this because I think it, I, I love what you're saying about, what your superpowers are. And yes, I know you to be a creator, an innovator. Um, So many of these things that you and I connect on together, we're like, let's just do it. Let's just try it. Like we're going to throw it out there. Right. But I'm curious how breaking that, um, I'm going to call it the traditional writing model Mm -hmm. felt like for you in the container of the group and in the process, like um, that, that's an intentional decision to kind of say like, you're all gonna write that way and I'm gonna do my thing over here. And I'm wondering, um, in the context of that, what what you
1: learned about yourself and, and really what that experience was all about. Thank you for that question, yes. It, and it's interesting that you asked that because I think it happened subconsciously, but you're right, it was an intentional decision. And the intention behind it was that I wanted in my story to show up in the most authentic way. I believe that out there in the universe, in the world, there are amazing storytellers like out of our community, like Heidi, for instance, comes to mind, like her language is so picturesque. It's it's amazing. However, it's not necessarily my style and it's not, when people read my story, I want them to hear my thoughts. Like my, my, I want them to hear my, my, um, my voice in their ear. I want them to be like, oh, this is, this is how Kat speaks. This is, this is her. And so with that, through the coaching of writing, I know April and I had one session where she's like, you're teaching too much. Like, take us back into that emotional pain that you were feeling. What is the wound that you broke, Like that you healed? And I got that. And I, I think I went back in the multiple locations of my story and really, and that's the hard part, right? To dig dig out that that wound again. Like pretty much the scar is like knitted, like look at like my heart, right? It's knitted. And it's like, it was this process of ripping it out again. That's hard. And I think it's important for the storytelling piece that people can relate because most people... Can relate to these hard emotions right and that's where we need the support but for me not focusing on just creating awareness or just like my relationship with food but also the family relationships that was a conscious decision because in my life and in my story that's all deeply connected right you know it wouldn't have been authentic if I would have just talked about like weight loss, because my story isn't really about weight loss. That's why I say in the beginning, it's losing the weight of expectations, of cultural programming, of this outside validation. And I guess I want to encourage everybody to just see the value in their own story. I mean, yesterday I listened to Vicky's episode, which was amazing. And I feel like we share this piece that until... Somebody else from the outside says, "Yes, you're validated." We don't go out and share it. Where the truth is, there are like so many people in this world. Of course, there will be someone that can relate. And yeah, it, it's not about reaching a million, right? It's re- it's about reaching this one person. Um, a couple things. First of all, I love
0: the way you're explaining this because now that I'm hearing you say that, it was there's a piece of it that feels like a stream of consciousness, right? Mm -hmm. Do do you know that literary term? So it's, you know, it's like, yeah, I can hear cat. I absolutely had the experience of hearing you in my head and the way that you think out loud and process things. (laughs) Um, And, and I love that. Right. Mm -hmm. So that is really cool. And I've, and I think that what I'm hearing you say is you accepted some feedback also along the way about, um, how you could, you know, we all can receive feedback um, and really use that to learn, to pivot, to grow. Mm-hmm. And we can still come out of our own box and not have to be in somebody else's box. It's an and situation,
1: right? Yes. Yes. And, and um, so like, let's picture like the scenario, right? Like our employees at work sometimes get feedback that they, might feel hurt by, right? Because like the one thing I think in feedback providing is so important is that the person who gives the feedback took the effort to build a relationship with the person they give feedback to. Um, And not taking the approach that when I give feedback, my way is right, your way is wrong. Like there is always this gray zone, right? The one thing I I always advocate for. And so when... When people receive feedback and they maybe feel hurt by the feedback or so, I think it's super important to validate that their feelings, too, are okay and normal, That's it's fine, it's a human experience. Because most of the time, the employees take a lot of thought into what they're building, what they're creating, what they're machining. And if somebody comes from the outset and says, well, why did you do that? This is not good enough, that they feel hurt is normal. But I also, at the same time, while I provide that empathy for them, I, um, I encourage them to find the truth in it, right? You and I both went through the positive intelligence um, course, and it talks about at least accept the 10% that your counterpart um, is right about. Yeah, so I love if that we, so much. Right? So it's incredible. It's so helpful. And it also takes this, this strong um, antagonistic relationship away because it's, right. it's, it softens it up, right? And it's, it's so important to look for the feedback. I mean, I'm pivoting right now into like a new job into like working with students as on a career coach basis, like every day, which I'm so excited about. And I'm, I'm also learning to work with a new group of people, right? And the person that I worked with very closely in these past four to six years, I want to say, cause I, I interned for the company. It's, it's actually six years ago um he's a very analytical person very um i want to say he's i don't think he's gonna like that but that he definitely has this germanness in him that things are either right or wrong and it doesn't it doesn't mesh well with my opportunity thinking but i've learned so much from him like i learned how to work with somebody that thinks differently than me i learned to work with a and i always get this wrong like left and right brain thinking right am i right or am i left what am i you're right and he's left (laughs) okay so yeah so okay thank you so um you know how do you work and live with people that just think differently right it's not we we so quickly judge them as oh they're bad people no they're just different and i think it's an art to learn how to work together towards something big and so i forgot where i was going with this but um reel me back in real quick.
0: Okay. I'm going to reel you back in. Yeah. Um, so I think, um, one of the things that I'm hearing about from you is this balance thing. And also like the book came at the, at a time, right? So this is around partly around saying yes, like when you're mm-hmm. ready to say yes. And mm-hmm. kind of an interesting, I'm going sh- to share this because I think it's very relevant, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is in um, the Think Courageously community, which if you're not in the Think Courageously community and you're listening to this podcast, as you would say, hello. Um, <laughs> yeah, what are you waiting for, people? What are you waiting for? <laughs> so come on in and request to be a member of that. But, um, I'm, it's, and I'll share this with you. We can talk about it because it's so interesting and it all ties into this conversation. I'm um, inside that community, I'm running a 30-day gratitude j- challenge. and I've had a lot of people, um, I mean, it's amazing what's going on inside the group, right? And Mm -hmm, even mm -hmm. if you are somebody who's listening to this today, you can still jump into that. If you come into the community, all the prompts are there. We're going to leave the prompts up. Mm -hmm. Um, But what an interesting observation for me is that I've been asking, you know, some lovely questions and we've been posing pictures of pets, posting pictures of pets and posting pictures of beautiful scenery. And lovely things. And then yesterday, the prompt was around, um, what experience, what difficult experience are you grateful for that has helped you, um, has helped you learn, right? That that's loosely what it was. And what I noticed, and there's no judgment here. It's an observation Mm -hmm. is that the engagement got a little bit lower, right? So, um, (laughs) And people who've been heavily engaged, you know, I sent, I sent a second note in there yesterday because, um, with two things, one is I encourage you to get courageous. Like these people, they're, they're probably at least 10 of them that have been posting every day. Mm -hmm. So you've been supporting each other. You've been liking each other's, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. So we're to your point, Mm -hmm. there's some, familiarity comfort and trust building in there and yet it's still scary to get a little vulnerable so i said you know come on in try it mm-hmm. or let us know you're here just like hey i heard that and the other pieces that i put in there is if you don't want to put anything in there i get it again mm-hmm. let us know that right so we're all it goes back to this continuum of courage That we talk about. And so, can you talk a little bit about that? Like, I I mean, I think it's just really interesting, right? So, today I put another uh, very light, easy, and breezy prompt in there just so that uh, to encourage the continued participation. Yeah. And it can take a while to say yes to the pivot, right? We get it. I also really want to validate something you said, which a lot of people don't know, right? You and I made a very huge commitment to becoming IPEC certified coaches. We take that certification very seriously. We work hard every day on the toolbox that we received from IPEC. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't just call ourselves coaches. We are certified coaches. And I think that's really important to know because we've gone We've worked our butts off to yeah. um, get that, and I, you know I don't think we talk about that enough. You know, it's true. It's, it's different. It's a little bit different. So it's so true. Um, I just, you know, I think that's something we can be really proud of mm-hmm. um, as we share this. And and as a listener, if you're thinking about getting having some coaching in your life, whoever you choose, I would highly recommend that they are certified in something. That that you do the research on that. Um, and another thing about coaching, and then I want to go back to this, uh, fear, you know, you talked about, that's why we are having like, why you're still in different communities. I always like to share. I know in my own life when I need that extra support and, um, you know, you and I have worked with some of the same people Mm -hmm. and I'm super excited because I just said yes to, um, doing some one-on-work with Alexandra Takeda, Ooh. who is, <laughs> yeah, who has been so instrumental in, and yeah. for me in like uh, keeping me accountable, having me look at things from an abundance perspective, like all of this is super important. But I, yeah. I, I'm I saying all that to say, you talked about the fear and you talked about um, that continuum. So can you share a little bit of like, how you've, have you personally, accepted that you're exactly where you're supposed to be like ultimately that's
1: what this is all about yeah um true true (laughs) we're exactly where we're supposed to be we're trusting the process and that is what that is about um how did i accept that um that in itself i want to say has been and continues to be a journey um and i had this conversation with a client of mine the other day because she's like you gave me all these tools. I performed super well last week. And now look at me this week. I'm not like, bounce spiraling totally. And I'm like, it's okay. That's part of it, right? I think it's finding acceptance that just because you make a step forward, that doesn't mean that sometimes you're not like falling down a little bit. Like, because just because you clean up one trigger inside of you doesn't mean that you cleaned up all these triggers. Like, I mean, I'm on this planet for, oh my God, 31, almost, well, in May, 32 years, right? That is thirty one and a half years of programming, experience gathering, building up triggers, building up boxes, breaking down boxes. Like it's this journey, and I think what keeps me going and what I feel like makes helps me make make peace with this continuum is the acceptance that this this work it it. Doesn't necessarily become easier, but you get stronger. You build up the muscle of coaching yourself, Um, and you realize how how peaceful it is at the the one end of the continuum. And like this, so this is the continuum, right? And it's moving, but it's always, even if it's hard, more peaceful on the side, on the forward side, always. Because when you, oh my God, when you are aware that your thoughts have an impact on how you're feeling and you're aware that you always have choice, that means that even if your first reaction is down spiraling, your first reaction is defense or conflict, you, you don't stay in this place as long. You you And I'm, I'm one, I'm going to like a place of withdrawal and I need to like sit with my emotions, I need to exercise, I need to like let it out and then I become quiet and I make a choice. And this choice is, I find like everything that life is about in every relationship we're having, at work, with our friends, in our personal relationships with our husbands or our wives or our partners in general, our siblings, we always have the choice. And I wanna, like if it's okay, I'd like to go back to that fear that you're observing in the group around sharing where a difficult situation actually something positive because i think that fear is related to actually that acknowledging that a hard situation and let's be fair right most of the times these hard situations are happening with a different human being right and if we acknowledge that there's actually some good happening out of this we pretty much (laughs) um allow that like to take ownership from our end in that situation. Like I had a, I actually had a very interesting um, experience the other day where somebody came to me and said, I hear these two people talking about their weight all the time. Like I'm so fat. I'm not good enough. Look at me. I can't eat that. And the person said, you know how I struggle with my weight. So if they think they're fat, what do they think about me? And I was like, whoa, (laughs) Because what this person was sharing was they can't build the relationship with with these other two people because they they seem to be like just like about themselves and talk negative about other people. Which let's unpack that. Number and I know all of them and the one the the two that talk about their weight, I I personally have never witnessed them talk about anybody else in no negative way. There was no gossiping, no no. And I've, I've observed them talk about their weight, but let's focus on this, this one person that came to me because I, I shared it with her, I said, look, apart from the fact that I never witnessed them talk about you, what's the story that you create in your own head right there, right? How does it serve you that you think they talk about you? Where does that come from? And what are you having to build and to seek so that you're trusting and confident enough that you don't need to even worry about what other people think. Um, and I witness how in that moment, the person pulls back, right? Because I pretty much called her out on her responsibility in that um, situation. But I think that's where the root cause of our conflicts always, like oftentimes lay that we don't, They trigger a feeling in us. And instead of turning inward and exploring, why does this make me feel like X? It's easier to make the story about something they might potentially do. We're blaming very easily, right? Like they make me feel like X instead of turning inward. Um, And so for me, it's related to this responsibility. And I encouraged her. I said, look, I want you to really take some time and reflect upon what is it that really bothers you? And if you're unhappy with X, what do you want to change? What do you want to change? And and here's the choice piece. Apparently, if you struggle with your weight and you hear these people struggle with theirs, the choice for me is I either make up the story that makes it worse or I approach them and say, hey, I hear you talk about this. Number one, I feel like you're wonderful human beings. Number two, what do you think we can do together to improve our whatever it is that we're seeking, right? Because weight and body image is not just always about weight. Like my best friend, Abby, and I talk about this a lot. It's about actually creating a healthy lifestyle, right? About the desire to feel fit, to run up steps and not like fall over. And so yeah, bottom line, it's the if somebody triggers an emotion in you instead of reflecting it back on them, turn inward and look at yourself. Love that. And I, and that's hard. Yeah. I did that. And it's hard. I wrote that at some point in my chapter, right? Yeah. Like I judged other people so that I could feel validated because in certain ways I felt a little bit better. Right? Yeah. Sure. Like, oh it's, yeah. It, it it It's
0: such, um, there are a couple things things as we get, get, I mean, you and I, we know we could talk about this for <laughs> about, like three years. Want, mm-hmm. we're, I'm super excited that we're going, uh, going to get to spend some real quality time together in February. Yes. Um, so I think well, a couple of things that you're saying, I just want to emphasize again. Um, one is that the growth journey requires ongoing mindset work. That goes back to the point of, yeah, around here, we, um, one of the things that people always say is like, oh, I love these tools that you give me. And then the more people get the tools, they're like, okay, now the next, I want to next level it by integrating the tools, right? Mm-hmm. It's only somebody, it's it's the daily practice of going to the mindset gym, right? It's the yep. daily practice, whatever that looks like for you. So I want to acknowledge that. Um, I also want to talk about, um, I'm writing that down because I really like that language, so sometimes mm-hmm. I'm always typing because I'm trying to capture things um, so something that I always talk about also, I want to acknowledge something else you said so first thing that that certainly I hope people walk away from this conversation with it that with you and I is that it is an ongoing relationship with yourself to yes. do the work that's first thing yeah. second thing about that is it takes practice. You got to figure out where you're going to get the practice Mm -hmm. second thing the next thing is um and i i love you were talking about it right for us to get into a growth mindset we need to claim where we are we need to name it claim it and then decide what we're going to do about it yes and we need to create the space for growth so One of the things I heard you talk about is like early on through this journey, you know, and I think this is true for all of us. It's certainly true for me, right? Like once you let that door open a little bit and there's a crack of light and you're like, oh,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: oh, okay. I trust that. I'm going to keep trusting that. You know, I got my, my always reminder when I got my tattoo, be the light. Like for me, it's when the for me, if I can support my clients in that, that's amazing. But also for me, like I want to attract that light into my life. So it's a little bit of both of that. So that was the third thing. Um, I also want to remind everybody in the context of what you said, that self-love is not selfish. Mm -mm. Um, And I think that sometimes we as women get really confused on this one, right? Self-love is not selfish. It's not me, 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 me. It's just like, oh, let me, let me do this. Yeah. I deserve yeah. this. I am worthy, you know? Um, and again, being intentional about that, right? So whatever it is yeah. for you, I have a sign uh, because, because of our friend Leanne, I have a sign in my bathroom. Um, I'll call it the, you know, on this side of the house. When I walk into the bathroom, it says beautiful on it. That's a great reminder. Like I can mm-hmm. look at that and smile. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's like the fourth or fifth thing. The other thing that you talked about is, um, you and I've done a lot of work on what's called saboteurs and, um, we can't go into that today. Right. But that's what you were talking about. Like we have these dirty little niggles Mm -hmm. that come up for us. Right. And it doesn't matter if it's saying yes to joining something or moving forward with something. Or if it's like, it's the same story. It just shows up in different ways, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And like, if you have a fear about money, then that shows up in when I go, uh, you know, I'm not worth having nice things. Or it's like, I'm not worthy of making that investment. That's selfish, right? Self-love is Mm -hmm. like, okay, this is what I need right now to love myself so that I can show up in the most powerful format, form of me, that's possible.
1: Yeah. And think about, you said, be the light, right? Like if you invest in your, the brightness of your light, it's gonna have an impact on everyone you're surrounded with. And that in your case, is not just your clients, it's your family, it's your friends, it's your husband. Like, I think in one of the sessions I shared, and I'm not sure if anymore, if it was in the pivot group or whether it was in a one-on-one session, but some of the work that we've done together, like I have improved the communication with my husband. How yeah. amazing is that? Like some clients of mine say, you know, Katarina, with this work, I actually can model the way of how it looks like to be confident for my kids who are right. like nine and five. How amazing, right? It's- Yeah you are worth it. And I think I wanna point out one piece you always talk about is the self-compassion in all of this, right? I think that is so important that, cause I said, we, we move forward, we fall back a bit. We move forward, we fall back. This falling back and then getting back up is hard. And I oftentimes think about what you share there. Like have the self-compassion with yourself because also if I find it possible to have compassion with myself, I'm gonna have more compassion With those around me. Yeah. I love that. And, and I
0: think, um, I, I'm going to leave this by saying that, um, and this is one of the reasons I'm so proud of you is right. Um, I think when we're able to be the light for ourselves, then we can be in a position to support paying the light forward right? Mm -hmm. Then like, right. We, once we allow it and accept it and we are, you know, my name in Italian means bright star when we can Mm -hmm. be the bright star. It's not just about us. It's the gifts that we can bring to others. And I think that's what you're saying. Um, Mm -hmm. and I love that so much that it's this, you know, that's what happens and that's where the joy lives. And, um, Yeah. yeah. So, uh, any last words of wisdom? Oh my gosh. I, you know, I just adore you. I'm so proud of you. I am inspired by you. I learned from you uh, and I treasure you. So, uh, any, any final things that you want to make sure that the world hears as we finish up the show. I can't believe we're finishing up this show. I I have (laughs) two more recordings and it is, um, yeah, it's a little, like I just got goosebumps again. I it is. Um, but you know what? Deb, how I letting how, go of something. And how you know?
1: beautiful though? How beautiful that image is, right? Because you let go of something that, on the one hand, matters so much to you, and that's such a big part of the Think agency community. And you move like towards something that your heart feels called to. Like it's amazing, honestly. Yeah. And you said last words of wisdom. Um. Follow your gut, yes. Follow what your heart calls for. Don't worry about what other people consider as success or alignment. Listen to, and I learned this from Alexandra actually, um, your bodies are your best mentors and your best guides. If you're excited about something, follow that. Like that's what got me to where I am now, what got me to my pivot now to move into career coaching with Penn State because. I said yes to what my heart was calling for when you just picture this, right? I'm leaving a head of HR title behind to become a career counselor at Penn State. My old life would have been like, no way, girlfriend, you got to move up. But I'm moving like through the roof actually, because I'm going to be doing something that is going to light me up every day. Yeah. So please the world out there, just follow your heart and, uh define what makes you happy.
0: I love that. I love that. And um what your heart is calling out for you to do. And we're both gonna be here supporting each other yes. in our <laughs> new pivots. So um cat thank you for being with us today. What an amazing way for me to start my Saturday and to have time with you and for other people to get to really hear this evolutionary story of cat the cat evolution. Thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Think Courageously podcast with Deb Cummins-Stilato. I hope you enjoyed our show. My dream, my big dream is for us to start a movement, to start a movement of women who are willing to think courageously. And it starts right here. So I'm asking you a favor today. After you listen to the show, please go on to your favorite podcast player and leave a review. Leaving a review enables other women to find us and to share in the magic that our guests bring to the show every week. It's important, and it's important to the show's ratings and rankings. Secondly, if you have been motivated by what you've heard today on this show, please visit us at www.thethinkgoodcompany.com. And learn about all the things that we do and all the services we offer to ignite potential in people and organizations. And finally, I'd love to invite you to my Facebook page, Think Courageously. This is a space where women come to share their thoughts and their feelings about thinking courageously. I hope you enjoyed the show. And as always, I appreciate your support and I appreciate your intention to live a life of thinking courageously. Thanks again.